Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe 24-7, 365. I'm Alex DiCarlo, joined by my co-host, Tommy DeVito. Hello. And Zach Benicillo. Greetings. And... <laughs> This is our first episode, ladies and gentlemen. So bear in mind, we're just uh, we're 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 trying to get used to yeah to the, to the things of making a out. podcast. So we're so, figure this out. Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're yeah. trying to do this as we go along. So yeah, making it's a okay podcast can be pretty complicated. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, so for our first episode today, oh man, boys, we're in for a big one because. For our first episode, we're doing our spoiler review for Marvel Studios' Black Panther, Panther. Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Forever. So, yep. So and like I said, right yep. And like I said, the reason why I say spoilers review is because this is going to have spoilers. Because now here's the thing. If you have not watched Black Panther Wakanda Forever, go see the film, then come back to this recording. But if you ha- are lucky enough to have seen Black Panther Wakanda forever, then then we welcome you. Enjoy. If those of you who are just coming back now, who clicked on, realized this is a spoiler review, and then went to go watch the movie, welcome back. Yeah. So so without further ado, let's hop right in, boys. Okay, so, so first things first, this movie had the big weight of the sad, unfortunate passing of, Ch- of the late Chadwick Boseman, age 42. Yes. What were so obviously this movie was going to be emotional. Forty-two. Yeah, person, yeah. I, I don't remember the specific age. It was, it was early forties. I remember it was, it was still young. Yeah, so, I mean, he died. Person, he died in twenty twenty due to a case of colon cancer, and uh, age four. And, and, and I'm surprised that that he kept it like from the rest of the world. And uh, yeah, and and, and and I will That's... say on this, Chadwick was a true warrior. He. He knew he, he knew what was coming, and he fought it, and he fought it elegantly, and uh, till the end. And I, yeah, he fought to the end, and uh, and I will say his performance as T'Challa in in his time in the MCU, starting with Captain America: Civil War, nonetheless. Um, I I will say T'Challa was a very interesting character, if you ask me. He had he had he had such like a he had like a rough journey, if you ask me. Starting yeah. from starting from Civil War all the way up to to Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, I will say T'Challa has had a really like I think he had like this uh this this character arc where where he was going from from this king who is ruling a third nation to 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 one of the saviors of of Earth uh, during the final battle against Thanos and. Uh, and it is very sad uh, that 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 Bozeman is no longer here. So Chadwick, you were amazing as T'Challa. Rest in peace, good sir. Um, yeah. So this movie had to deal with the weight of that of this is his unfortunate passing, and they jump right into it. like the first scene is literally them like T'Challa dying of an under yeah. Illness. Yeah, I will say at th- at this point, uh, what. I mean, the first scene with uh, Shuri 
played by Letitia Wright, uh, making uh, a synthetic heart-shaped herb for uh, for T'Challa. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's just say things did not go well as expected. It did. So. Well, obviously, the confidence, yeah, obviously, the confidence rate is like 29% at that time. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it wasn't looking good. And, and of course, like as soon as Ramonda came out, like, we didn't even see a body. We just we say, oh, he's in another room. And then Ramonda comes in and says, your brother is now with the ancestors. I swear, I almost cried. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was about to break down, man. I was about to break down. So No, I broke down at the end, the end credit scene with... with yeah, no kidding. Too. I was crying on the inside when, uh, when we first saw that film in the theaters. I'm like, Same. wow, that was, that was as, crazy. Yeah, obviously, we're jumping right to the end right here. I guess the end credit scene, but I guess we're, I guess we're trying to pick up part of the movie. Sorry for wrong, jumping but... the gun. Yeah, yeah but obviously... No, but okay, first things first of all, did you cry? Did you guys cry? Yeah, I mean, I cried on the inside. I, I, I will I will definitely admit I was getting ready to cry on the outside, too, because it, there was there was a lot of emotion coming from this movie. And uh, although I will say, I think we're about to hop into a certain part of the movie because, uh, yeah, after after the whole water works, which not going to lie, I was I was crying during the opening uh, scene on the inside. Unintended with the waterworks. Yeah, not gonna lie. Was, it, yeah, on intention with the with the waterworks, nonetheless. Uh, not only do we have uh, a lot of subplots uh, in this movie, but we also have our first appearance at Tena Cuerta as the one and only Namor the Submariner. I have to say, perfect casting in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say uh Cuerta was amazing to, as, as the submariner. Well they pronounce more differently from more due to El Nino Cena more a child without love. Ah, ah that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So obviously one thing as we know is the when it comes to Namor and Atlantis in the comics, they had to change it because I guess Disney didn't have the rights to Atlantis to use the name. I, I don't understand that. And okay, so so of course they changed Namor to make him a mutant. Thoughts on that? Yeah. And and the thing is is that uh, with the underwater nation of Talokan, on it turns out, yeah, I, you can tell by the pose. That they make in the film. Uh, Dragon, yeah. Dragon Ball. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of saw it as more Power Ranger like when it comes to when it comes to the Palakan pose. Oh, I got more like anime from that. <laughs> right, yeah, but I will say though, for uh, for Talokan, uh, they have like such great visuals from from oh, there and. And and yeah, I will people... say Ryan Coogler smashed it as director. Oh, I agree. Like my first thing is that like people do complain about the CGI. Like the two things I think people complain a lot about with Phase Four is the CGI and the the overuse of humor and comedy. This movie did not have any humor. There was like maybe one. The only thing I can think of was when Sherry and Okoye were trying to go get Riri Williams, aka Ironheart. When then they're they were like. Okoye's makeup. That's like the only scene I can think of that made me laugh. Other than that, the rest of the movie was serious. And oh the yeah, guys, the the guys, especially for a Talacon, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. 
the CGI for Talcon was spot on. That was like amazing. I felt like I was oh actually there. Oh my goodness! There. Yeah, you're right. It looked but... like freaking, I like. I couldn't tell if I was watching Avatar Way of the Water or Black... I couldn't tell if I was watching I know, Avatar right? 2 or Black Panther 2. I couldn't tell which one I was, which sequel I was watching. Yeah, I know, it's, right? It's a bit especially, confusing. Especially because Avatar is... That's because Avatar 2 is coming out pretty soon. Uh, sometime yeah, around next month. Next month uh, yeah. yeah after, 26 yeah, days, and, to be precise. Yeah, as oh, of wow. this recording right now. So, um, yeah, but what was I going to say? Um, so, as of... 25. And it's not just... Uh, the characters from the first movie coming back. We also have Martin Freeman coming back as Everett Ross. Yes. I also really didn't, I don't know. I feel like he didn't add too much to the movie. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, I would have liked him. Yeah, I will say, I mean, I know Martin Freeman, like, didn't have that much to do as Everett Ross, but but, but, I know, but I'm sure we're going to see him again come, uh, come Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Thunderbolts, because not, yeah. not the coin that captured him. Never mind. But, yeah, but, 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 but in a surprise twist, in a surprise twist out of all things, in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we get the return of Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, played by the magnificent Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And I will say, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is amazing as oh my Contessa. God, I mean, of course, of course, I watched it. her in Seinfeld, but, uh, Same, but, but letting her, her come to the MCU is... is it's such a dream, such a dream oh for god. her to play this role. Like she, like oh my god, like she fits into a T. I'm like perfectly because I think oh my god, Elaine from Seinfeld is playing, is, is playing Madame Hydra. Like are you sure that's gonna work? People are like oh yeah, watch it. It's, yeah, it works. Oh yeah, but in a, definitely... in a shocking twist out of all things, the Contessa is actually get ready for this. Uh-huh. Is actually the director of the CIA, and is also Everett Ross's ex-wife. I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah I was not expecting that twist either. So yeah, they're like, man, I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that I was not expecting yeah. that. Yeah. Part of me. I was not expecting that hoping. to happen, dude. Yeah. Part of me kind of had me hoping that maybe we would have seen maybe a cameo. Like as soon as I saw Val, I'm thinking, can we potentially see maybe someone like Bucky cameo because the Thunderbolts coming out and Bucky was close to, to the Wakandans. <laughs> So oh thinking, yeah. So I was thinking, could we have maybe seen Bucky? Because like at first when Okoye broke Everett Ross out of the van at the end when he was being arrested, uh, and I saw things break, I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, is this Bucky? Or like I was like, oh, is it, could it be Bucky? Is it Yelena? I thought it was maybe one of the Thunderbolts. Like, no, yeah, was I was like, but no. That's like that's but no. No, they wanted it to be a grounded movie focused on just the Black Panther characters, and I think that was a smart move because yeah, all of them worked. I, so they were the ones who worked with Chadwick the most. They knew him the most. Like, like I think especially, first of all, the performance of Shuri played by Letitia Wright. Amazing. Like, like, you can feel the emotion. Like, it was her, and of course, it's obvious, you know, she's the new Black Panther. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I, when we found out how she became Black Panther, I was just like, holy, holy shit, did, did they just do that? More on that later. More on Wait, that certain scene with... later. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, to... we... yep. so, yeah, we get our introduction of Riri Williams into the MCU, and I will say... I think this was a great introduction for her. Um, I agree. My biggest concern when I heard, because I remember they announced the show Ironheart first, and then they said, oh, she's going to be in Wakanda forever. 
immediately in my mind was my big concern was, is she going to actually serve a purpose to the plot or is she only here to set up her show? She actually served a purpose to the plot. Being with the engineer who built, well, for, for a project, who built the thing to find vibranium and, and that's what the government is using and now both Namor and yeah. are after it. Are yeah, and that's what kind of triggered this, uh, this, this vibranium war. And, uh, yeah, and I get that um, feeling that that's going to be set up in some way for uh for the Thunderbolts movie because uh, I was doing a little research it. on the on the internet a couple a couple days ago and it said the that that the scenes that uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus was in the that that could that could be potential setup for uh for the Thunderbolts movie come uh, twenty twenty four yeah I saw that yeah with the the whole thing like they're going to be trying to get, to get vibranium then I saw some posts about now Hyperion maybe the villain. Thunderbolts. We'll talk more about Thunderbolts in a in a later in a later episode. Yeah, but I will say on on this point right now, and uh, I will say I was surprised that Val found out that that Ross was in secret contact with the Wakandans. Uh, I was like, because uh, she found the uh, bees. Yeah, that's oh, not going to end well for you, buddy. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as she mentioned the bees, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, oh, I was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh shit. Okay, I'm gonna sound like an idiot right now, but the Contessa knows. I'm gonna sound like an idiot right now, but does Everett is Everett Ross related to Thunderbolt Ross? The characters, um, I mean, I, I, is there a relation, or they just happen to have the name Ross? Because I know Ross is a, is a is a pretty common last name. I don't know really. I mean, I mean the MCU version. Eh. Well, we'll get back to that. Maybe for some. I mean, we'll get back to that. I mean, although I would say we haven't seen Betty Ross in the MCU for quite a while now, but but yeah, we we'll don't even know that Ross another is. time. We'll get to that yeah, another time. That's a story for another day. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Uh, that that you have a great point though. So yeah. so anyways, so, um, Namor was, appears to Sherry and Wanda. Like you and Nathan, like out of, out of the water. And for the, actually, one thing I should want to mention about Namor is the wings. How they were. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to sound like an idiot right now because, like, it's been a while since I've read a, a comic with Namor in it, but, like, are, are the wings are in the comics, are they on his boots or do they act as not his ankles like they did in the movie? Because I know, because I know for the movie, they made it, he was a mutant, they made his ears, his ability to breathe both air and water, well, when he's wet. Hmm. And so, and the wings out of his ankles were, were his powers. I may have to look that up later, but I think he does have a uh, have have the winged feet from the comics. Uh, I may have to no, no, research no, I, on I, that later. I, so. No, I know he has them. I mean, like in the comics, are they just are they on his boots where he can take them off, and then his regular feet they don't have wings or yeah. That's what like, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna I was yeah. gonna look that up later. Yeah, so, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to look later. But yeah, so yeah. Namor appears. You know, Shuri and Wamanda mentions the scientist and all this whole conflict with that. Yeah. That other countries are trying to get a hold of vibranium because remember, like T'Challa wanted to open the world up to Wakanda. Yeah. And then Infinity War happened. He was flipped away for five years. Which was, who was king of Wakanda? Who was ruling Wakanda when during the blip? Was it at this point? I don't really know because we know I, I really don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm guessing either, I'm guessing Ramondo was still alive. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still willing to bet that Ramondo was still ruling Wakanda at the time. Yeah, that's why so, I'm bet. Yeah, so speaking Namor, of Ramonda, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, oh yeah, uh, a- Angela Bassett. 
she was the best performer of the she was the best performer of the film. Yeah, I and I mean, she had like a lot of emotion as as Ramonda yeah. telling uh and 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 I, and I will say Ramonda was pissed. She was yes. like so pissed off at Okoye because when she, he let, because Okoye let Neymar took Shuri and Riri to Talokan and, yes. and 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 I have and 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 I cannot agree more on this but Ramonda deserved to be pissed yeah. off at Okoye for for letting oh, that happen. Of, so I mean her husband died like her husband died in civil war. She lost both of her children during the blip. They then both come back. Then yeah. her son, then her son, dies of an undisclosed illness. Which, speaking of the undisclosed illness, why they never disclosed what it was, I think they're going to do something with that in the future. Like maybe they'll reveal, oh, this was like a super illness or something given to him, maybe by like Doctor Doom or someone. Like someone pointing, like when I someone will say, like Sherry, when I gave that developed the disease, it killed T'Challa. Like maybe that was how big of a twist would that be? Turns out, oh, his, his death was planned by a villain, and it wasn't just, oh, he somehow got sick. Hmm. But anyway. Theory, but, yeah, but anyway. Anyway, so yes. Ramonda, okay. literally all she had left was Sherry, and so I can understand why she would be pissed at Okoye. Because yeah. that's all she had left was Sherry. Yeah, and then, but it was also good to see uh, Lupita Nyong'o back as Nakia, Winston Duke back as M'Baku. Yeah. I will say, uh, Winston Duke kills it in his performance as M'Baku. Same, same thing with the, I forgot her name already, who played Nakia, but like... Oh, Lupita you know, Nyong'o. Okay, yeah, because I remember, because she had left Wakanda, she wasn't at the funeral, she has been in Haiti, for, and she had been for a while, so we know she was not blipped. And we know she was not blip when we get to the end credit scene, because then otherwise a certain thing that happens and that would not make sense. So we know she was not blip. Yeah. Um, and if you're probably wondering what that certain scene we're talking about, we'll get to that later. We're going to get right there. now. But, but you've seen the movie, so you know what it is. Yeah. For those who haven't seen the movie yet, what, what are, are you doing? doing here? Yeah, what are you still, still doing, doing here? here? What are you still doing here? Yeah, what are so, you still anyways, doing here? Um. So yeah, where were we from before? Oh yes, the so, the battle. The battle begins, and I will when say, we find out, Riri. yeah, when we find out the, that Shuri and Riri escape Palatine, all hell breaks loose. Like yeah. literally, all hell breaks loose. Yes, Namor. Like he's like, okay, that's it. We're gonna attack Wakanda first. Because he even told, like he kind of told backstory to Shuri of, so they had their own heart shaped right. herb. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. So they had their own their own version of a heart shaker, which is means like that necklace, Namor, that turned the people of Talakan into like the people that turned them blue. Which just the Avatar comparisons are, are, are just, the memes are going to start. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for that now. Yeah, I, was gonna, the same. I well, mean they basically was... have their own Hispanic color due to yeah. them being in the water. But they oh, turn right. blue because of the lack of oxygen. Oh, that's right. Ah, and okay. then they turn they all, like because they all develop skills. That's why Namora, Atuma, and the rest of the Talakan warriors had to wear those masks, except for Namor because because he was a mutant. Yeah, when, he can breathe air and water, but only when he his skin is wet. So oh, meaning if all he's dried off, right. he's on. And it, so, yeah, so if he's dried off and he's on land. He he can he is not nearly as fast and he cannot breathe. 
which also does raise the question of when, okay, this is skipping ahead to the final battle, but when mm-hmm. Shuri, or I guess Black Panther, and Okoye had Namor trapped in the ship and they were heating him up to dry him off, did, didn't they ever think, if you make him too hot, he's going to sweat? Oh, and yeah. Sweat, and then he's going to have water on him again, and then he's going to breathe. Well, maybe they plan yeah. to turn it off as soon as he was dry so he wouldn't sweat. They probably plan to turn it off. Yeah, but actually That's before awesome. that, but actually before that, everything everything breaks loose like in, yeah. in one fell swoop and uh yeah. when, when Namor found out he got pissed Wakanda yeah, floods yeah. every everything goes everything goes topsy-turvy Ramondo was like yeah and, and, then, and then of course Ramondo was like oh shit what have I done and then and then yeah. Namor was like four title cards throws a bunch of water grenades and then this is a Oh yeah, those water grenades. It even floods the throne room. It even floods the throne room. I'm like, what the hell? Resulting in the once again the death of Ravanda. So we have two deaths this movie. Yeah, power of Wakanda. Oh my god, yeah. Not gonna lie, I was certainly not expecting that to happen. And I certainly wasn't expecting when Shuri took like the necklace Namor gave him that had the strand of their version of the heart shaker pulled up with the child's DNA, which then had a 99% chance of working to make the new heart shaped herb and it was glowing. She takes it. She realizes, okay, we need the Black Panther to return. We need our protector. After what just has happened, we have to get a protector. He takes it. And of course we know it by the first Yeah, sure he takes the heart shaped herb, like and then and then of course the, the whole chance going for the ancestors. And I thought that we were either going to see Ramonda or potentially, or even potentially what they did, or potentially seeing T'Challa, but basically what they did for Callie Fisher in Rise of Skywalker by using old footage Mm -hmm. and rewriting the dialogue around it. I thought maybe they could have done that. But no, because sure you go, she's in the throne room. It's still flooded. It's dark. And the person seen on the throne is none other than Eric Killmonger. Yep, Eric Steven. A.K. Killmonger, or actually, oh. that's its American name. His real name in Jadaka. Yep. Michael B. Jordan is back, ladies and gentlemen. I was not. There were theories he would be in the movie, but like the main theory I saw going around was because he sat at the end of Black Panther, bury me at sea. So the theory is that when this whole underwater thing started, we learned, oh, the Talacans have vibranium underwater too. The theory was that, oh, they, Namor found his body and healed him with their version of of the of vibranium, and then we were going to see him that way as one of the Talican warriors, which good theory, but uh, it, it didn't end up happening. So, but so, we still got a camera, which I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I was like, what the, what, what the hell are we witnessing right now? It was like, like Chilmonger in the ancestral plane. What the fuck? I know. We're like, holy shit! Like, like she saw because because you subconsciously choose the person you want to see. She chose Killmonger. Yeah, she chose she chose wow. Eric out of all people. Yeah, her cousin. Because the thing is, yeah, that's the thing. Shuri wants revenge. Yeah, because Namor killed her mother right in front of her, and she she lost her father. She lost her brother. She lost and, her entire family, and, and basically, I think that was like the last straw. And I was like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Namor, uh, you hit the Goku button. Yeah, she shouldn't have done that. Family. That she knows of. Oh, that's right. That's the end of the, but we'll get to that. We'll still. Yep. We promise you, we'll get to that. 
So then Sherry wakes up. She doesn't know what was worse. She punches something and it goes flying across the room. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And then it's like when Riri goes, yeah, can I get some of that too? <laughs> and, that, that, and that was when, looked, and, and, and that's when we really start getting to work. And then like Sherry gets her, makes her own Black Panther suit. The, she gives Okoye and Nakia their own suits called the Midnight Angels, which I love. Ooh. I don't I care what that And then, of course, then she appears to Mbaku. Because like how she combines the bits of T'Challa's suit and her tech to make, like, a pretty cool Black Panther suit. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I liked how Mbaku just said, the Black Panther leaves! Yes, I was like, that has cheering. We're like, yeah. Yes, that was... But yeah, then, of course, uh, the final battle, though, the final battle. Holy yes. shit. Yes, Zach, start us theory. off. Start us off. Okay, so basically the the device that Riri Williams made, it basically creates noise to distract the, teleco- the telecons and and that's when the door Majale. The door Malaje. Malaje. Door Malaje. Uh, battle them. Oh, yeah. That... While, while, while Riri's new iron heart suit. Which we know it's not going to stay because it wasn't that. Like, what do you guys think of, of her Mark II armor that we saw at the final battle? What do you think? I will say, uh, the Ironheart suit is actually, uh, I mean, I mean, it's amazing, but uh, it's not unlike, uh, not unlike the Iron Man suit, but uh, that that Tony Stark has made over the past few decades in the MCU. But uh, this is vibranium. But yeah, I will say the Ironheart suit looks amazing. Uh, I thought it looked decent. It looks pretty good. Come... Yeah. So, but it, yeah. It looks... It looked like a transformer, but I it, I liked it. Then at the end, yeah. Of course, then we get to the part where they're on the desert when they when they capture Namor, and they're trying to dry him off. He breaks up because he has a vibranium spear. So then, then of course we get the whole fight of of Shuri versus Namor. Namor stabs Shuri. Yeah, I mean, I was like, wait, is this the end? Is this the actual end? And then of course, like Shuri was like, nope. Sticks the spear out. No. Flips over. I mean, I mean, no. I like how they. I like how she flipped, nonetheless. And uh, and, and then of course, yeah. the ending quotes uh from from both Shuri and Namor going, "Imperious Rex" from Namor. And then Shuri yes. was like the typical Wakanda forever. And then of yes, course, how burned they Namor. They yeah, burned and Namor. They... And then of course, like uh, then of course, then eventually was like, doomed both Namor. of them. And uh, not and then, gonna lie. And then like. And Shuri, Shuri, she sees her mother, and she's like, "This is not your way." And then she realizes, "Okay, yes, no. If I kill him, I'm just as bad as him." No, really. Yeah. We, we both are the only two country nations hidden from the world with vibranium. We need to work together. Which I was so glad she saved him. Then yeah. Namora, thank God. It seems like Namor. Thank God. So, thank God, both of them have been spared. Because I can't wait to see more of Namor in the MCU. I mean, seriously, I cannot wait to see more. more. They confirm more, and then they actually, yeah. It seems like Namor was not a fan that Namor yielded to him, I mean, to Shuri, and Namor was like, "No, we need this alliance." But 
Namor to pair for maybe a conflict. Namor versus Namor in the future. Ooh, that, yes. that so, would be interesting. So that then, would be interesting. So then we get to the end of the movie. Shuri goes to see Nakia. Actually, no, I'm sorry, before that. It's like a celebration. The Black Panther is supposed to show up, but M'Baku says he's there for the throne. Oh, yeah. So, so, so like, does this mean M'Baku, that M'Baku is now... So does this mean M'Baku's now the king of Wakanda, or... I guess. I don't know. They don't really explain that well. Yeah, hopefully we'll get an explanation on that soon. But about that end credit stinger. You guys have been asking for it, and here it is. Shuri goes to Haiti to see Nakia, and she burns the funeral garment that she wore to Charles' funeral, symbolizing of moving on. It's been a year since he died. And then the end credit scene comes. First, we get first we get "Lift Me Up" by Rihanna, amazing song. Then we get the end credit. Oh scene. yeah. And then Nakia walks over with a little boy with her, and she says, <gasps> "This is my." And she says, "This is my son. This is my son." And then he says to the boy, and she says to the boy, "You want to meet your auntie Shuri?" Revealing that this is T'Challa's son. T'Challa. I wish he kid. goes. Yep. T'Challa and Nakia have a kid, and he goes by the name of Toussaint. Toussaint. Tucson, Tucson, yeah. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I pronounce it correctly, but yeah, but, but, but translate to Prince T'Challa. <gasps> that oh. broke my heart. When I soon as I saw Nakia holding his hand, and I see him, I'm like, "This is T'Challa's son." And I don't know who this kid is that played him, but he looks exactly like Chadwick. He looks yeah, exactly actually, like- uh, the guy, the the the, the kid who plays a uh, Toussaint is a uh, is a is a kid by the name of a uh, Divine Love Konadu's son. Okay, that's his name. Okay, well, you know, okay, well, he looks like he could be Chadwick. Yeah, Boseman's that's his son. name. He looks exactly like him. So oh maybe we God. have another Black Panther. So and we may have a. I was gonna say we may have another Black Panther in the future. I mean, yep, and and Avengers. I will say, I will say on this, but I was, I was the biggest shock of them all was uh was of course the the big reveal at the end. I I was I was not ready for that. And then. It cuts away to dedicated to our friend Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and then a lot of people were thinking that oh, there was gonna be a second one with Doctor Doom, guys. That was just a rumor. And then Scooper started saying two weeks before the movie came out, oh, they removed the post credit scene. But then Ryan Coogler came out, the director came out and said, yeah, no, we never considered putting Doctor Doom in the movie. So now, ah, uh, okay. But, so, so it was never, ever going to be Doctor Doom. It was the same thing as Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Oh, yeah. So, so, final thoughts? Um, final I rankings it, on this? I give this a 10 out of 10. I give it a 9.5. I give it a 9.5 only just because I feel like Everett Ross's role would still kind of confuse me in the movie. But other than yeah. that, they perfectly balanced. They honor Chadwick, and they tell a good story. And that's yeah. We need it to be that Yeah, I, I agree there. Yeah, the direction from Ryan Coogler, the music from Ludwig Göransson was was such and, a spectacular to 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 enjoy. Um, so yeah, um, I think that was an amazing movie to see. And uh, I agree. Yeah, like I know a lot of people are saying, oh, skip it. This is one of the best Phase Four movies. It's coming. This will be for a later episode, but. It's definitely my number yeah. two. Okay, well, besides no, after Noah Helm. Oh, so, yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, other than that, for- uh, 
that's going to do it for us tonight on the Marvel Men podcast. We uh, we are so thankful for you to to join us on this expedition, nonetheless. Uh, Tommy, would you like to take us out? Sure. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our spoiler review of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This has been the Marvel Men podcast, and we hope to catch you next time. See ya. Oh, and please follow us. Please follow us on on all of our socials. Instagram, Facebook, all of the other sites, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Follow us once again. Yep, but once again, we are the Marvel Men, and we will see you next time.